Welcome back to CrimeFiction.fm, where we bring the authors of today's best mysteries, thrillers, and suspense novels directly to you. I'm your host, Stephen Campbell, and I'm here with Darcy Conroy, the author of the wonderful contemporary women's suspense novel, As Long As She Lives, and the owner of a fabulous accent. Darcy, welcome. Hello, Stephen. Thank you very much for having me. It is a pleasure to finally speak with you. You and I have been friends on social media for a long time, and it's a treat for me to finally speak with you. You've published your first book, As Long As She Lives. Uh, There's a lot of excitement uh, around the book. You've got this fabulous book launch planned at a a, a big bookstore in Melbourne. Uh, Let's talk about the book. We'll talk about the book launch, and uh, we've got a lot of other things to to get into today. So first, give us sort of the storyline of As Long As She Lives. I'll do my best without giving any spoilers. Um, Essentially, it's about uh, Caitlin Lancaster, who is a 28-ish-year-old Australian girl from Melbourne who four years before the novel begins uh, ran off to Africa to be helpful and, to be honest, make herself feel better about what she was leaving back home. And she returns to Australia unannounced saying that she was sent home because of looming political unrest in the fictional Central African uh, country that she's been in. Uh, but, of course, she's lying. Uh, she's she's come home with uh, an injury and um, a terrible memory. Uh, and um, the story is really about what happened to her, really, and her dealing with the traumatic stress uh, that that eventuates from that with the help of a very supportive, long, unrequited love from childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, But it's also about the perpetrator of that terrible incident that she survived uh, chasing her down and hunting her down. So uh, it's there's a lot of action and there's a good helping of romance, but it's definitely a suspense and a thriller, and I hope that everybody likes it. Now, this book has an interesting history. You you initially began publishing the book sort of chapter by chapter on Wattpad. And for, for listeners who may not know what Wattpad is, can you first please describe Wattpad? And then I'd like to talk about the process of, like, essentially real-time publishing a, a, a draft of a story. Uh, yes, sure. Wattpad is a reading, an online reading uh, website slash app uh, on your various phones and iPads and stuff. Uh, I believe now it's up to 43 million members and uh, about 10% of those members are writers as well as readers. And what the readers read is what the writers write. So uh, some of the writers are 12 and 13-year-olds who are writing fan fiction about their favourite bands and things like that. Some of them are much older people writing R-rated erotica, which is separated so that the younger kids can't find it. Uh, And a lot of us are writing original work uh, as well. So it's it's kind of a place where I think of it kind of like, you know, you've got your local pub mm-hmm. where bands come to play and they pretty much let anyone have a go. Well, Wattpad is like that. 
um, it's but it's for writers and anyone can come up and it's like open mic night <laughs> and you put your stuff out there and different people find different stories that they like. And Rockpad readers are really about story. They will forgive a plethora of of grammar and editing issues because mm-hmm. they know that it's drafts and, of course, you can always see how old the, the writer is. Um, while I was writing my draft, I made sure that I proofed each chapter, but obviously it was a draft. So um, the beginning of it was quite long and what was at first seven chapters is now in the published version is now four. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, on what pad people write drafts, there are published authors who are now coming and putting, say, a sample of a book or a whole free book if they have others, but it's really more of a community and a social media thing. So if you want to be on Wattpad and use it that way, you do need to, you know, respond to the readers and become part of the community because they pick up pretty quickly when someone's just there to use it as an advertisement. And and the the results that you had on Wattpad were extraordinary. You've had, I think it was a few months ago, you went over a million reads. Yes, yes. And that, um, that's just extraordinary. really extraordinary. I published a story <laughs> on Wattpad, and I think I had 200 people read it, and I felt pretty good about that. Well, I felt great at 200 as well. There's a blog post saying 200 reads. Thank you. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> Uh, look, it, I mean, a million reads is, is amazing. Um, and part of that is definitely due to the fact that um, when I'd actually, I, when I was up to chapter 10, uh, I was contacted by one of the Wattpad staff who said, is this a book that you've already finished because I'm really enjoying it and if you put the whole thing up, we'd love to feature it uh, because featuring it is what the staff do um, and it means that they put you on the special featured list and lots of readers will search through the featured mm-hmm. list. And uh, I said, I haven't finished it yet, <laughs> um, but I would love it if you would feature it when it's finished. And they said, yes, when will you finish it? When she contacted me, we were about to leave our home in Thailand to move back to Melbourne. And so, I mean, we were going to have six weeks in a hotel while we waited for our furniture to come. It was like exactly the wrong time. So I gave myself a good sort of six months and they said, yep, that's fine. And when I finished it in January 2014, they featured it and that week it hit number one. Um, wow. Which was fantastic. And they've actually just featured a screenplay that I have, which is a fantasy book. Um, and that's been up for two weeks and it's nowhere near number one yet. So <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just the featuring. I think it's also it's the genre and and. I and the fact that really it's a really good story. story. Yes. Yeah. That's a really good story. So uh, I, I wonder if readers understand what it would be like uh, for me as a writer. If I'm if I write a draft and even if I proof it, it's a draft. It's. You know, things may change dramatically between chapter one and chapter 20, and and I may go back and change a lot of things. Is it scary putting things out like that? Absolutely. And you, you've actually hit the nail on the head because uh, obviously when you're creating a fictional Central African country, there's a lot of research to do because you want to do the right thing by the mm-hmm. culture of the area. Uh, and I did spend... Um, about three years researching and drafting. It wasn't the only thing I was working on, but I was sort of drafting and getting about halfway through and then doing exactly that, thinking, you know what, if I have her make this choice in Chapter 4, then it'll go in a different direction. Okay, and I'd backtrack and I'd write that. And my poor beloved husband, who is my sounding board... (laughs) 
was reading all these things and trying to say to me, look, that was a great choice. You know, why don't you stick with that? Oh, I'm not sure. So he said, look, let's use your highly honed sense of guilt that your mother put into you for good. (laughs) He said, why don't you try posting each chapter, like the next draft that you start, posted on one of these reading sites because I bet you anything that if even two people are reading it and you know they're waiting, there is no way your guilt will allow you to backtrack and confuse them. You'll just have to keep going forward and you will finally get to the end of this draft. <laughs> and that so sounds said, like you know, wonderful advice. True. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't expect be, to have many readers at all because, I mean, it's an adult book mm-hmm. on what is, the, the truth is the really successful novels on, on Wattpad have mostly been young adult. Um, so it's adult, but not erotic adult, you know, it's just about a grown up woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I put the first chapter up and, you know, I started and it was scary. Um, I have had some experience in submitting my work. I, I had a go at screenwriting at one stage and, and kind of, you know, have had my work edited before. So I'm not new to, to doing it, but the difference between a screenplay and a novel is that with a screenplay, what you're producing is a blueprint, which, which might be read by a director, a producer, and you know if your if your dialogue stays, the actors, um, and then the actual product is a teamwork. With a novel, your words are the product, and that's what people are reading, and that's something that it actually took me quite a long time to get used to the idea of. Now, now that I've been on Wattpad, I'm completely immune. <laughs> um, so yes, so each chapter I would put it up, and I and I had a, a couple of readers, and and it absolutely did. But I learned so much that I didn't expect to. I, I learned there was there were many times when I I finished the chapter, I proofed it, I got Mike to proof it, and then it's my husband, and then put it up, and then I spent the next three days pacing around saying, why did I do that? Oh, I shouldn't have ended it like that. Where am I going to go now? That was completely true. And at Chapter 9, I actually made a deviation from every other draft that I'd done because I'd done about five-part drafts by mm-hmm. then. So everything after Chapter 9 is complete first draft <laughs> because I changed it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but because... I was determined to get to the end and because I had those readers that I didn't want to have to say, oh, I'm sorry, could you read this chapter instead? I wrote myself out of it and I swear that some of my best twists came up from that. Um, So it really was a fabulous experience. And I remember a post that you wrote some time ago uh, saying that a reader in Africa told you that a a name, a particular name you were using uh, might have some negative connotations that you weren't aware Um, of. Yes. Look, originally uh, when I started posting on Wattpad, I hadn't yet decided what I was going to call my fictional Central African country. So I decided to, in a nod to one of my favourite TV writers, Aaron Sorkin, uh, to use the name that he uses for his fictional Central Central African country when he when he needs to make trouble for, you know, for his president mm-hmm. in the West Wing. And that's Kundu. So I used that with a little note saying, you know, that it's an homage to him. And it had been up, I think I'd actually completed the whole thing. So it had been up and I'd been using the word kundu for a long time. And I'm delighted that I've had quite a few African readers. Um, And I got some very polite emails from first one and then another and then another South African reader 
who said, uh, are you aware that in Zulu, kundu is a very rude word? <laughs> I won't say it. Um, <laughs> but it's not only – well, it's actually – an anatomical word, which is also used as a rude word. <laughs> and so I just was mortified, especially since one of my very dearest friends is South African. And in fact, as a nurse, she helped me with a lot of my research for the, the injuries and the healing to the main character. And um, I couldn't believe that she hadn't told me because she speaks Zulu. So, <laughs> so um, I then very quickly looked up another because I, I looked up for a sort of a variation on it and changed it on Wattpad to Kundi, which actually means group or community. So that was fine. But, um, of course, it was just a placeholder until I came up with my proper name, which is Umoja, which is a Kiswahili word for unity and harmony and is actually has been chosen by um, quite a few sort of reformist villages and places where they want to promote and live in harmony. So um, I think that's that's what I ended up with. But, yes, it was it was quite funny because I'm not sure if Aaron Sorkin's aware that that's what he's <laughs> saying. It's come back up in the newsroom, so we'll see what happens. He may not have as, <laughs> as many good friends in, in South Africa as you do. Possibly. <laughs> All right. Now, you had a million-plus readers. What's the count now? Uh, well, it's it's 1.1 million now. Okay. They, they, they changed recently um, to just – they don't put the actual numbers on. They just put a sort of um, – you know, once you've got 1,000, they say 1K. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been sitting on 1M for <laughs> about three months. And now, now of course, I don't get a change until 1.1, but it's mm-hmm. reached 1.1 now. So, so that's – that's lovely. Um, now, don't forget as well, though, that that re it's 1.1 million reads, so that has to be divided by chapters because you get a read per chapter. So that's divided by 36 chapters, but that's still pretty good. It's, it's still <laughs> extraordinary. And because of that and because of the work that you've done to build the buzz for this book, you're able to get a, a pretty exciting book launch um, soon after the book is published. So tell us about that. Uh, yeah, it is. It's really exciting. I, I was dancing around the um, around the room just today um, because it's one. That's one of those moments when you really wish that you had colleagues and you do feel the isolation because everyone else is at work and you just want to share your news. <laughs> um, but as anyone who self publishers knows it's it's very hard to get into brick and mortar stores. Uh, now I, I'm doing everything that I can. I'm, I'm print on demand publishing through Ingram uh, because brick-and-water stores have, you know, can order from them and, and that's assuming that obviously if people go in and ask for the book, they'll order it. But I was putting together a an email to a tiny little independent store that I knew was open to self-publishers uh, saying... Um, with a, with a line saying, I was I was wondering if you would consider stocking my novel by consignment. Now, by consignment means I would have to purchase the books and drop them off and hope that they put them in a great place and mm-hmm. and and want to sell them, which is the way in Australia most self publishing works and in the and United then, States <laughs> and in the United States. Okay, yes. yes. <laughs> um, so, but I I don't know if it's because I'm an Aries or what happened. <laughs> Um, but I was sitting staring at this email and I thought, I don't want to do it by consignment. I've made it so that they can order from Ingram. I just want them to order it. So I just deleted the by, by consignment so that it just said stocking my novel 
and I figured if they want to do it by consignment, then they can ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went on, you know, doing my email, talking about the Wattpad, uh, the Wattpad experience and all that kind of stuff and how many people I reach with every update on my Wattpad because of who's got it on their reading list and, and that kind of thing. All the things that makes commercially based people smile mm-hmm. that I could. And... Um, and then as I was writing, I was thinking, you know what, this, this independent bookstore is lovely and I love it, but I know it very well. And it's a literary bookstore. And and my book is, you know, commercial women's fiction. It's a good rolling story. It's not literary. Um, and so I thought what I really want to be is in a big store like Dimex, which is our big chain um, that goes right across the country. They're all franchised, but um, just in my heart, I wanted at least to be able to say it's right there in the middle of the big, you know, the big Melbourne Dimex store or one or two Dimex stores, because then at the very least I can say available at Dimex. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. And um, and so I thought, you know what, I'm going to send this to them instead. So I rang up and got the name of their fiction buyer, misspelled it in the, <laughs> as it turned out, um, but who, you know, and um, sent it off. It was eight o'clock at night, and at twenty past twenty nine past nine the next morning, I got an email from her saying your cover looks strong, the synopsis looks great. I'd love to buy it for the shop, uh, which just shocked me. Um, and she said, I'll order it through Ingram. Let me know as soon as it's available. So, um, that's, you know, the cover was designed by Scarlett Rogers, who was here in Melbourne, but does lots of work for traditional and self-published people, mostly in the UK and the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's done a beautiful it job. It is a beautiful cover. Spence mm-hmm. and, and women's fiction, because that's a tough thing to do. Um, but, um, so that was definitely part of it. But I think also it was that the fact that I had shown that I, I'm aware that just pr- you know, creating the book and printing it doesn't mean anybody knows about it and that I'm doing my best to make sure people will come to the store. So I'm delighted with that. And on the strength of that being my first email, I sent out emails to all of the other stores in the country. And so far I've had two others. So I'm now in three, which is great. Um, and um, we'll see what happens to the others. But that was only a couple of days ago, so I'm not but sure But it's yet. not just that they're stocking your book. You're also having yes. a launch event there, which is just so cool that it's so exciting for a first novel, regardless of how it's published. It's not something that 98% of authors get. It, it is It is absolutely wonderful. And again, you know, I, I asked, they'd already decided to stock it. And, and I just today was spent 20 minutes on the phone sort of trying not to be so overwhelmed. I couldn't take the right notes for everything that I needed to do and all the images that they needed for their advertising to go on their website and all that kind of So it's extremely exciting. And I, 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 Still can't really believe it, frankly. But um, by the time this goes out, I think it'll be the the day before the launch. Yes, so, yes. Um, it, it's just going to be wonderful because, as I said, this has been five years in the making. And at the very least, it's it's wonderful to be able to have my friends and family. And I'm hoping a few Wattpad readers who are here mm-hmm. in Melbourne who I'm going to invite, but I haven't contacted them yet, but they did say they'd like to come if there was one. So that'll be great. Um, but it's just lovely to have that real kind of celebration and and there it is. So it'll be three weeks after it's available, which is perfect because then they'll definitely have stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, I was assuming that I would have to, again, bring on consignment 
as many books as might sell that night, but but no, no, they're going to buy them in and they'll handle that. So it's just, it's it's beyond belief. <laughs> <laughs> it is so exciting, and I, I am so happy for you personally. Uh, you, you're you, publishing Sarah. the book. You have it, the book is fantastic. You're, you're having all of this buzz around it in the very beginning, and just to be able to stand in the middle of a big bookstore and show people your book and sign copies is, is the dream of every author. It's, it's just fabulous. It, it is. It's, it's wonderful. And um, I'd actually never considered that that, that would happen. I just kind of have always written my stories and it took me a long time to think of writing for other people. So I haven't had that kind of image of what being a writer is I'm just really loving letting it happen and saying yes to everything and going for what I want and compromising afterwards if necessary kind of thing. And it seems to be working. <laughs> That's a good approach for life in general, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Well, Darcy, it's been great finally chatting with you and uh, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show. What's the best way for people to keep up with you and your work? Well, uh, my blog, which I have been writing for 10 years now, um, is is easily accessed through DarcyConroy.com. And uh, I have a, a newsletter, email sign up there. And there are links to my books and all that kind of stuff. So you can follow the blog through WordPress or through email. Um, and of course, if you're Wattpad readers, I'm Darcy Conroy on Wattpad. I'm Darcy Conroy on Twitter. I'm often on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, as you can tell from the geopolitical background of my novel, I'm, I'm very much interested in, in politics and um, sort of refugees and women and that kind of thing. So if you follow me on Twitter, that's all there as well. It's not all just writing. So, um, so yes, there's that. And if people are listening from Australia, I am planning um, a rather ambitious uh, tour uh, mm. In September and October, uh, so I'm I, in a way I'm saying this now because I want to commit myself to it. But this I've is had... just like you're you're putting those first few chapters out there on exactly, Wattpad. I love this exactly. <laughs> you put it out into the universe. Um, but I've had interest with uh, a couple of libraries um, up in the north of our country. And I thought, well, I have to get there somewhere. So I'm going to be doing my best to contact libraries and bookshops and whatever and try to bounce between them over about six weeks just driving through our wonderful country. So at the very least, if you're following me on Twitter or Instagram, all of my links are on my my website. There will be some wonderful photos of um, Australia coming up, unless everything falls apart. (laughs) But that's the plan at the moment. And if you're out there listening in your car on your way home from work. Um, I'll have links to all of this, everything Darcy mentioned on the crimefiction.fm website. Darcy, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you very much for having me. It was interesting being on this side of the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) This is Stephen Campbell for crimefiction.fm. You can find us on iTunes and on the web at www.crimefiction.fm. If you are an iTunes listener, please subscribe and give us a rating or review. Those will help other readers find great new books like As Long As She Lives from Darcy Conroy. Thanks for listening.